0: Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. February 19th, 2021. 6 questions for Monday's Spotify Stream On event. Only fans, Clubhouse, TikTok, and more. In less than 3 years, Spotify has transformed from the world's largest music platform to the world's largest audio platform. Spotify held its one and only investor day in early 2018 just ahead of its direct listing as a public company, laying out a strategic vision that completely centered around music. Our handbook and questions for that event can be found here, with number nine being non-music ambitions, such as podcasting. On Monday, Spotify is hosting an event called Stream On, which is not really an analyst day, and no, it's not a concert either. However, we expect it to be a cross between an upfront and a Google I.O., which will give us great insight into Spotify's vision for itself and the future of audio. Number one, only fans like subscriptions coming to Spotify. On Spotify's Q4 2020 earnings call, co-founder and CEO Daniel Ek stated that Spotify will have, quote, all business models. The future for all media companies is that you will have ad supported, subscription, and a la carte sort of in the same space. You should definitely expect Spotify to follow that strategy in that pattern. End quote. "Currently, musicians and podcasters that want to build a direct relationship with their fans have to leave the major music and podcasting platforms, including Spotify, and set up a subscription and or transactional, including merchandise business, on third-party sites such as Patreon or OnlyFans. C- creators, especially ones with passionate audiences, are often finding these platforms to be more lucrative than their native platforms. In our top 21 for 21, we highlighted" Quote OnlyFans, which took off with not safe for work content, is expanding into more mainstream creators such as musicians Cardi B, see her announcement embedded to the right, and Tiga. Patreon has been used for years as a way for creators to build direct billing relationships with their fans, with top podcasters offering exclusive content to their fans via Patreon, musicians Ben Folds 5, etc. End quote. X comments. Make it sound like Spotify will embed this functionality into Spotify so musicians and podcasters never have to leave. We also wonder whether a la carte subscriptions could be a gateway for new forms of audio on the platform, such as news and live sports, that would need individual subscriptions to cover the cost of the content. Can Spotify really be the world's number one audio platform without going big in news and sports? Number two, is a Spotify-like clubhouse coming? Twitter's already launched its Clubhouse competitor, Twitter Spaces, and Facebook is prepping the launch of its own live audio service. While we do not see Clubhouse as a threat to podcasting as a format, given the lack of production values and interviewers that are not skilled interviewers, it clearly competes for time spent. And live audio is clearly a useful format for some discussions that are currently taking place on podcasts, especially ones where immediacy matters. Asked another way, Why should musicians and podcasters be turning to clubhouse or spaces to interact live with their fans when Spotify knows who each artist and podcaster's fans already are? It would appear that live audio is a logical next step product-wise for Spotify. If Spotify is going to introduce a third audio format to the platform, live audio will require building of a graph based on interest and maybe even social. Obviously, that can be done with near immediacy using the same method Clubhouse is using, leveraging Spotify's 345 million MAUs globally. Spotify is already gaining a better sense of your interests as a growing percentage of its user base listens to podcasts on Spotify, which is now up to 25% of MAUs. Number three, why is Spotify not more social? Spotify users love the annual Spotify Wrapped campaign. This year, you had 90 million users, up 50% with 50 million shares. Campaigns such as Wrapped make it clear people love sharing their audio usage. Yet the Spotify app itself is not terribly social. In the early days, you were heavily tied into the Facebook friend and social graph. But that's become less of a focus over the past decade. Should the Spotify app have more social integration, and what could that look like? To the extent live audio is important, It would appear to make a social layer within Spotify that much more important going forward. Number four, has your podcast strategy shifted towards talk radio? When we interviewed Eck on Lightshed Live back in May 2020, he spoke about how advertising has been a massive growth driver and how his original monetization thesis for Spotify was premised on advertising, given his admiration of Google at the time, not subscription. With the expansion into podcasting, Spotify is able to generate ad dollars both in its advertising business and within its subscription business. As the advertising focus increases, we've noticed a shift in podcast focus away from narrative storytelling podcasts, Gimlet, Parcast acquisitions early on, towards more talk radio, shows with a more regular cadence. From The Ringer, Bill Simmons acquisitions, to the exclusive Joe Rogan experience, it increasingly feels like Spotify wants to quote-unquote own morning or evening drive and attack the $15 billion of radio ad spend domestically. Also worth noting that Spotify did not buy Wondery with Amazon acquiring it late last year. Wondery content is focused on immersive storytelling. We are curious if you agree with the observation that Spotify's podcast focus is shifting towards recurring talk radio-like formats and explain the benefits to advertisers of spending on Spotify versus terrestrial radio. Number five, when will Spotify have pricing power? Well, Spotify has begun to increase pricing for family plans outside the U.S., 25 markets so far. The core U.S. pricing and the standard plan around the world is unchanged since the pre-direct listing investor day. What is even more surprising is that the Spotify service has has added a tremendous amount of content, including exclusive podcast content over that time frame, and the app itself has become a far better UI UX-wise. Yet, pricing is flat. Competition appears increasingly less intense, with no real innovation out of Apple Music, Amazon Music, and YouTube Music. In turn, why has Spotify not been able to drive pricing? What has to happen to move U.S. pricing higher? Number six, is TikTok friend, foe, or frenemy? When we look at what happened with Olivia Rodrigo in January 2021, blowing up on TikTok and becoming the most streamed song in a week ever on Spotify and other music streaming services, it's impossible to overlook the growing music industry power of TikTok. While TikTok has not shown any interest in creating a subscription music service in the U.S., they are playing a critical role in artist and music discovery. What does TikTok's rise mean for Spotify? And are there aspects of TikTok that Spotify should incorporate into its app over time?